Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 114 of A Wild Podcast has appeared. The official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardi, and I am joined, as always, by Megan Peters, not Christian Hoffer today. In fact, we upgraded with Mark DeChambeau. <laughs> wow. The, the Ooh, one time Christian doesn't make it. <laughs> the one time. The one time Christian hasn't made an actual, like, main Man. series episode. Just, <laughs> just let's give a nice little toast in the chat. A little R.I.P. For our fallen mm. hero, he will be back. I mean, he'll be I mean, back. He's not leaving forever. <laughs> I had big shoes to fill this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this week uh, we had a bunch of Pokemon news to talk about. This is the show for that. If you like Pokemon, this is the show for you. Whether it's the stuff, the anime, the games, you name it, we're talking about it. And we got Pokemon Go Fest this weekend. Who's excited? I'm excited. I am. I there's, am. there's a lot. There's a lot to get excited about with with this. It's a. Uh, I am excited for the raids because there is. Uh, I am missing some naturally, and you know, I we are fortunate to have such a gracious community that my friends list is full of people always inviting me to stuff. So I I appreciate each and every single one of you. What else are you guys looking forward to? Well, mainly, so this this week will be an interesting one for me. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's considered a family vacation on my fiance's side of the family. So oh. uh, we're all going up to Pigeon Forge this weekend. Now, luckily... That's a great my, place to play. Yes. And luckily, <laughs> my future brother-in-law, his name is Sawyer. He is a poke. He I mean, he's day one Hoffer-level Pokemon Go fanatic. I mean, he's intense, like level 40-plus he is going to be raiding like the entire weekend. And I have never been able to like hang out with him at the same time because he's a recent father. He's very busy. So I'm mainly just excited to be like in his presence to watch his strategy play out because he's one of the best pogo, you know, strategists I have ever seen when it comes to raids. I mean, he just, he just has it down. So I'm mainly excited for that because I too am missing a lot of, uh, legendary pokemon i will say multiple times in the podcast uh coming forward and in the past that i don't necessarily love raids because i just am very insecure about (laughs) about the level (laughs) of my pokemon uh but i know that let me tell you as someone there as someone who is a fairly terrible pokemon go player (laughs) it's really it's really about just inviting as many people as you can or getting a good invite um that's very but yeah. <laughs> but. Hey, if anyone listening wants to invite me, please hit me up on Twitter. Megan, you got to tweet out. You got to tweet out your code so people I will can tweet uh, out my code. Please, please invite me to things. I'm still looking for so many, so, so many. <laughs> unfortunately, which, which which Pikachu are you gonna go with? Oh man! So I'm personally going with uh, Rockstar. Yeah, I have to go with little that, little My Chemical Romance esque Pikachu. <laughs> I definitely get the Gerard Way, you know, bullet for my lover, like that kind of that kind of feel from him. Uh, yep. So I'm going with that, which means I'm making my fiance pick Pop Star Pikachu, which he's not too happy about, but like it's fine. So no, that's all right. Mark, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Anything good? 
I think I'm definitely going with Rockstar Pikachu. I think that's yeah. the choice. I have I have a six year old daughter who's like super into Pokemon Go now, so I might have to push her towards Popstar Pikachu. <laughs> I feel like that's the whole reason to get your kid into Pokemon Go, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think, and, and and the interesting thing too is, I think we just got uh, just a couple of days ago, Pokemon Go Fest will have another one of those global challenge things for everyone to do. And so it looks like just looking at some of the details, uh, it looks like a bunch of, you know, the, the global community is going to have to catch a lot of Pokemon. Uh, so, you know, we'll have to, you know, we may get asked to catch like a million Pokemon. And then if we complete that, then we'll get, you know, double XP and yada, yada, yada. So I think there, there's a lot, there's a lot there. And so I think if I, uh, just like try and outline it all here on the podcast. It's going to sound super crazy, but <laughs> I will say the other things that we know we're getting for Pokemon Go Fest is we're getting, you know, obviously a costume Pikachu wearing a Meloetta inspired hat, which will be, you know, me, I love my Pokemon. I love my Pikachus and hats. I love my Pokemon and hats, but Pikachu and hats, especially so. Uh, Galarian, Ponyta, and Zigazagoon uh, wearing the, wearing the same hats will be in one star raids, and uh, Dino is going to be in one star raids. Galarian, Weezing, Hitmontop, and Cranidos will appear in three star raids, and any uh, Kirala involved uh, into a guard of war will know Synchronoise. So that's that's great for. I mean, look, Gardevoir is a great raid Pokemon. I've uh, I've used her quite a bit, and so I think you know I'm gonna definitely try and do that one. And then it looks like any uh, Vibrava evolved into a Flygon will know Earth Power. So, um, so yeah, so good stuff there on the Pokemon Go for I like that. I I love when Niantic just like changes the skins a little bit or not the skins but like changes like the environment of the game a bit like i love when they're just you know last year with during the different uh the hell's the word i'm looking for like each hour basically was a set of pokemon but like you'd have like fire like brown leaves you know swirling through and springtime stuff so i love when that stuff happens just it just adds a little extra flair to the game that keeps you hooked in i agree i like the fireworks this week i thought that was a nice yes yeah Yeah. fireworks were were very very nice um so so yeah so that's it so you know for pokemon go fest we will be streaming i'll be streaming pokemon go fest i'm still figuring out a time on when we're going to do that uh but it'll probably be sometime in the early afternoon nation we'll go for we'll go for a couple hours so if you guys want to hang out in the chat uh share you know everyone last time we did a bunch of people shared their codes and we invited people to a whole bunch of raids and it was a whole ton of fun so definitely uh, check out at Pokemon Pod CB on Twitter to make sure you don't miss uh, when we go live because that's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a good time. All right, next one on the agenda more Pokemon Go news. It looks like we got a tease for Mega Mewtwo on a piece of uh, artwork for the fifth anniversary for Pokemon Go, which is available. You can see it on comicbook.com. But Mega Mewtwo is in the artwork. And it's it's been a bit. And so I'm I'm excited because I Oh, the second tease for Mega Mewtwo. We got a tease at year four says Calder 27. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
they're so really they're just, just doing they're stringing it along. They're just stringing it along at this point. That was mm-hmm. Mega Mewtwo X, right? Am I wrong? Was it was it Mega Mewtwo X or Mega yes. Mewtwo Y? Yeah. Okay, it was X. yeah, Mega Mewtwo X. Yep, yeah, yeah, the cool, the cooler looking one. The cool, absolutely. <laughs> Why is it yeah, weird? I mean, look, you know, naturally, uh, you know, a lot of people get excited when they see things like this, and I, I definitely. Come on, Niantic, just just give it to us. Like what? What are we waiting for? I mean, hey. maybe maybe we'll get it in GoFest. I doubt it. But like, how how crazy would it be if all of a sudden he just like popped up in a raid? Maybe he's he'll be one of the global challenge stuff. I mean, I that would be great. I just don't see Niantic doing that on top of everything else <laughs> yeah. that is trying to accomplish. Um, I would love though to see it. Uh, you know this this kind of coming year, um, but I would I'd be very surprised. If we see it. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Well, well, fingers crossed because it's just, it's just another hint. It's one of those things where like, but th- these aren't even like hints, like when they were hinting rocket, right? Like, because we knew rocket was coming and it was, uh, you know, right around the corner. This just feels like, I mean, now, especially knowing that they had it in last year's art. Now it's just like, Oh, here's this Pokemon mm-hmm. that everyone wants. And we're just going to put it out there and you're not going to get it. <laughs> Yes. Whatever. Anyway, (laughs) moving on. Uh, A fun little bit of trivia popped up over the the course of the weekend in which it was revealed what Pokemon Jazzwares, who holds the license for the Pokemon, uh, Pokemon toys, what Pokemon can't be made into toys. Megan, did you know the answer already, or, or have you read the story? Did you I write have the not story? read the story. Okay. I wrote the story. Mark, oh, Mark wrote the story. So Mark already Mark's knows. So Megan, in and he's like, "I'm, I got this." <laughs> so Megan, if you had to guess in chat, I want to see your guesses. What is the one Pokemon that Jazzwares cannot make into a toy? See, I would say Alakazam because of the whole weird <laughs> debate over the the magician that was like, "You stole my." identity and turned me into a Pokemon. You know, I would say that. Um, I'm really loving Lipard Pokefan in the chat saying, Geodude, no, please. Get out of here. So, Stop. Um, a plus. I, don't, I do not appreciate it. Roosbane with Jinxes, that's a very, very good guess. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of yeah. people guessing, guessing Jinx. Um, oh, Lipard oh. fan coming in again with Lickitung because that's just the most <laughs> accurate answer. Um yeah, I mean, my, my my first instinct would be to say um, Alakazam because okay. of the whole uh, Yuri Geller. Um, when when I, I say this, when I say this, you're going to have a light bulb moment because it's going to make total sense. It does. It makes absolute sense. Elekid. Because kids would be sticking Elekid into light sockets and breaking oh. and causing potentially causing harm to themselves. By doing so, it's like sticking a fork in into an outlet. So, yep, no kids. which is that, interesting because it is a great design. It's a phenomenal design, especially for like it's it is probably the only baby Pokemon design I I, I think I like. But it's better than Eagle Buff. Let's be real. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> in, in the chat, um, 
We have someone who's asking that, you know, it only fits in a U.S. outlet. So are there other in other regions? <laughs> is this Pokemon acceptable? No. Like, can it fit into like UK outlets? I am, But in Japan, Japan uses the same outlets as us. I, their voltage might be different. I'm curious now. I need to like look into the region specific. Can I get, can I yeah. even bring them into the U.S.? These are questions. So this was, so this came from, uh, it was a tweet from the one of the brand managers at Jazzwares, uh, Aaron Margolin. And so he tweeted, you know, it's just like, greatest shame is that we'll never be able to make an Ellie Kid figure because the designers made its horn into AC plugs. Now, uh, if you've listened to the show before, you know, Jeremy Padua, well, one of the uh, founders of, of Jazzwares and Wicked Cool Toys, uh, we've had on the show a number uh, a few times. And so, you know, after this, I am going to ask him for for even more details about this and to see if there are any other Pokemon on that list, because, you know, uh, OK, there are there are people in the chat going with net, you know, natural selection. OK, <laughs> I get it. Right. But, you know. You know, for kids, you These know, kids might not realize they don't know any different. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the temptation is there. <laughs> I can't. Although, I although cannot, Mark, you pointed out in, I think you pointed out in your story though that uh, there was a Darkwing Duck villain. Megavolt had a uh, prongs on his head, and Disney was like, "Yeah, go ahead, make those toys. That's fine." But to be fair, that was like 1991. Like I had That's that true. figure. <laughs> Safety standards different. much lower. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I think the real thing that uh, I, I, to, to do a quick side tangent, uh, because even though Christian Hoffer is not here today on the podcast, he did still make <laughs> the, the, the show notes of what we we're discussing yeah. today. And he forgot to mention one of the greatest announcements that the Pokemon store announced in the last seven days. And that oh. is that they have released a Pokemon merchandise line for gardening. That you can buy. Are you serious? I'm oh, yep. no, oh. over quarantine. I became a plant mom. I have so many succulents. <laughs> I have cactus or cacti, I guess rather. I've become that woman. That is me. That is who I am. They have released like this adorable little potted plant of like Charmander, Bulbasaur. They have little lawn gnomes of Pikachu and like female Pikachu and male Pikachu that kind of look like garden gnomes, which oh. I love garden gnomes. Uh, they have like different watering cans based on Pokemon, which, which have been around for a while. Um, but most importantly, they have a potted, like a planter um, of just like a normal little kind of planter, but there's a Diglett next to it and Pikachu is standing okay. on top of Diglett watering like watering the plant and if i mean i already bought it my birthday is tomorrow <laughs> i mean my birthday is tomorrow what else am i going to treat myself with other than a diglett pikachu planter so if you are also a plant mom or plant dad or you know plant parent of any sort please check these things out they're stupidly cute like i've seen I, a while ago there was a there was an oddish one that I think uh, Roos Bain in the chat is, uh, is mentioning where it's just like the bulb part of oddish. And then yeah. it's got like the dirt and you can grow like whatever. I all yeah. like. It's I hard to see. It, like, I, I have, I have a Bulbasaur one somewhere. Yeah. There's like a Bulbasaur <laughs> one up there. That little white thing on the top shelf. I have a Bulbasaur one that is 3d printed. Um, oh, so it has nice. a little drainage hole and it has a succulent in it. That succulent's not doing too great because it's inside at the moment. I will be changing that <laughs> rather soon. Um, Isn't that the whole yeah. point of succulents? Like you just like you basically ignore them and then they do fine. 
Yeah, but they in do theory. like need a little bit of something. <laughs> like normally you have to leave them outside and they, oh. they do fine. Or you leave them by a window. I have him up there with like like Ganondorf and stuff. So he's not doing nice. too great. Um, but he was getting like a little burnt. Uh so anyways. So wait, so are, are these are these gonna be Japan only or are these are No, these... they're 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 for sale here in the US of A if oh, you are stateside no. and would like to buy them. I I'm have already bought yeah, I've already bought, I bought one of the Pokemon planter, the Pikachu Oddish one. I wanted to see it in person before I went ahead and ordered a second. <laughs> and I already ordered the male Pikachu lawn ornament and uh, the the female Pikachu lawn ornament because I have like a bunch of really nerdy lawn ornaments. Like I have like a fallen at at from Star Wars in my lawn. Like oh, I have that's a bunch cool. of I have a bunch of like weird stuff. So I want, as soon as I saw those Pikachus, I was like, it's my birthday. I, I um I stuck one of the uh, the Funko Godzillas the like the big chunky ones out in my garden and yes. uh, I love it it's one of my it like stands right by the water uh, bird bath that we have and it's and it's perfect every time I look over at it I go I just love it so much I know there's another so- one we have that's like off like it's like an off brand Godzilla one but he's like eating lawn gnomes <gasps> i've always hands. wanted i've always wanted a lawn gnome like i've seen it before on amazon yeah. i was going to get that for my birthday but then the pokemon store came in and said actually <laughs> hold up i understand it is it is time for you to celebrate the day of your birth megan let me give you a pikachu planter instead and i said sold so please um, if you haven't looked that out they are so freaking cute yeah i'm gonna that's like i said i'm about to like I'm about to go so broke because that's one of those things where like my wife has gotten very into gardening and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I always like try and find, there's not a lot of like nerdy gardening stuff out there. And so, uh, yeah, you can find great. a bunch on Etsy. Yeah. But, Etsy know, has a lot. Officially licensed kind of like products like you would see, you know, represented yep. by the brand itself. Definitely difficult. So this is one of those rare occasions. So please get on that while they're still in stock. <laughs> No. Uh, so I think the other thing is that I wanted to bring up is, uh, before we go to break, Ryan Johnston, apparently big Pokemon go fan. I had no idea. Apparently this was apparently some, some common knowledge, but he is about to start production on knives out too. Uh, and you know, basically tweeted out a picture from wherever he is, uh, you know, just trying to in Greece. I think he's in Greece, uh, basically, you know, just being like, all right, I'm starting. And the only thing that he, you know, cares about right now is just uh, playing some Pokemon Go, which is which is very funny. So uh, he is level 42, which we learned from the screen cap. Uh, and so that so we know he is a uh he cares about playing so ryan johnson for those who don't know uh obviously directed knives out which was a great great movie also known as the director of my favorite star wars movie the last jedi uh and so um and but but i know that uh that opinion can be uh, a bit of a hot take for some folks but i love it so i don't care and um but it's funny you know johnson you know he directed (coughs) <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. He directed one of the Pokemon Go commercials during mm-hmm. uh during you know the last year with, with the pandemic and things like that. So like his his geek cred, his Pokemon Go cred, it it runs deep. So uh so so very, very I cool. think this 
think this is all leading to the announcement that he will be the one handling I'm, I can only assume the sequel to Detect Pikachu <laughs> I, Megan from sense. your lips to God's ears that would be that is, I know I mean we've seen what he could do with Knives Out just give me Knives Out with Pokemon Come on! Oh, now, now this, now I want nothing more than this. This would be. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, it's. I mean, a million miles away, this will never happen. But a knives out with Pokemon. Oh man, <laughs> I love. I mean, I like speak a into the fire. Oh, knives man. out listen, is so good. We need Daniel Craig though. Oh, same Like that's. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He, Daniel he Craig comes to Rhyme City. Yeah, comes to Rhyme City. Yeah. I mean, he's he's chatting with everyone. Like, I don't. Or care they just have da- have Daniel Craig voice a Pikachu, right? Like he can voice. Go. Like we don't, you know, that is we can let Ryan Reynolds, right? Like that let is that, that, let is, that, that is the movie we deserve. That is the movie <laughs> we honestly deserve. Like at this point, come on, in the chat, Look, give me that good prediction juju magic. Let's make this happen. I'm so Zenpai, mad. Zenpai point Zenpai pointing out that Megan does have Pokemon prediction magic. So, I do. I this, have done well so far. <laughs> this may this may be a thing. So, so fingers crossed, man. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break. Sixty seconds. Pay for the show, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about Pokemon Master Journeys confirmed for Netflix and some brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl stuff that seem to have gotten people pretty excited. So more on that when we're back in sixty. All right. Uh, as pointed out, the interstitial graphic that we used in, during the break had the wrong Mega Mewtwo on it. So we'll get that fixed before it goes live. But <laughs> uh, Megan, let's talk about Master Journeys confirmed coming to Netflix. Let's get uh, what, what, can we, what can we what can we expect? Obviously, so so where where do you think that they said like where this is going to pick up like basically like do we know what episode is going to start master journeys uh so they haven't said it like the exact episode um number but i mean it'll pick up obviously you know with the the last episode that we have on netflix that is dubbed for pokemon journeys uh the Mm -hmm. next episode that chronologically has taken place already in japan that'll be folded over into the new pokemon master's journey um which is kind of like how they did with Pokemon Sun and Moon when they, you know, basically on Netflix transitioned it with a new, you know, subheader. And it was kind of like the new series of it. Um, So, you know, this, this part is going to tackle the information about Mew. That's when Pokemon like um, Charizard and um, Ash's old friend show up. That's when Iris is going to be there. I mean, these are all the episodes that we have talked about Mm -hmm. kind of ad nauseum on the podcast that have happened (laughs) in Japan already, um, but that we were kind of in a waiting period for Netflix to kind of get on get on the you know the train with this whole thing so uh, netflix has confirmed that it has you know it hasn't had a lapse in license or anything like that it is still on the full pokemon uh, journeys train this uh this year we will be getting those new episodes um in english dubbed i believe they said when it first comes uh back in a couple months it's going to come out with a diluge of either 12 episodes i believe um it's either 10 or 12 episodes that we'll be able to get. And then it's going to be quarterly um, as usual. So we should get theoretically four drops um, of episodes a year um, mm-hmm. of a substantial amount. So that has all mostly been dubbed 
basically in English at this point. It's just kind of up to Netflix to disseminate it out. So we will be getting that information finally of uh, the episodes. You guys will be able to watch what I have been talking to you about. <laughs> uh, if you don't have privy access to, um, you know, the Japanese airing itself, uh, Netflix is finally decided many, to talk about what's how many, coming. uh, uh, like subheaders did we get for sun and moon? Was it just sun and moon? And then, uh, crap, what the hell was the, I know as soon as you asked, I totally forgot. Um, Oh, it's ultra, ultra beast. I I gotta look it up. I was just calling sun and moon. Right. Because I I think there were, there were three because wasn't there. Oh, right. That's what it was. It was ultra sun. It was ultra. Ultra and and uh, And then legends. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so I wonder if, uh, I wonder if we, you know, maybe we get that, that as well. So like knowing that masters may not necessarily be the, the last of, you know, the journeys or what we get. Like, I wonder if they, they break yeah. it up. Um, I mean, given more. the timeline of this showing up and how far ahead Japan is of where Netflix is giving this subheader, I can almost assure you we will have a third subheader at some point um because japan is is quite a few episodes ahead of the u.s at this point um those will all be going under this subheader for netflix of pokemon master's journey um and we still have more to go before we're gonna get you know next gen uh Mm -hmm. you know arceus or anything like that so um Yeah, we we have a bit to go. I can almost guarantee we will have a third subheader at this point before we transition into a new series entirely. Nice. All right. So we got the announcement from Nintendo that we were getting a what everyone wanted to believe was the Nintendo Switch Pro is instead just like Nintendo Switch brighter, better screen. OLED. Uh, Yeah. So we're getting an OLED model Nintendo Switch. And you know, for for folks who may have been on the fence on a Nintendo Switch, I don't know who those people are. I don't know who who left is there. Uh, You know, this may be the opportunity. Or look, if someone may have picked up a Switch Lite and wants to make the jump to full console, you know, version of it, this is a great opportunity to do so. But uh, in the announcement, they showed some uh, screenshots and video of Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And of course, the thing that everyone latched onto was it looks better. And I think that I don't, for whatever reason, took people by surprise, right? Like here, oh, we, we're going to give you this better screen. It's better. It's going to look, everything's going to look better. And so the games are going to look better. And so when Diamond and Shining Pearl show up for whatever reason, Pokemon fans are like, well, it's going to look like crap anyway. And we're like, oh, no, it looks okay. And so I think that, and, and I remember, obviously, when we first got the news of the two games, everyone was, you know, concerned about what it was going to look. And I think, you know, and we mentioned this on the show when it happened. The, we, oh, manage your expectations. This stuff is still, the game is not finished, finished. It's not, they will always be making those tweaks and things like that. But it's nice. I mean, look, not going to lie. See, it looked really, really nice. And 
I don't know if I need another switch, but if the switch pro isn't announced anytime soon, I may have to pick one up. I like it. I actually like it. <laughs> it it's, it's not a, it's not a pro. It's not what everybody wanted, right? but it does look really nice. And I mostly play in portable. So I'm pretty tempted on that. I'm not going to lie. Probably the thing I need to know though is, is how's Fortnite going to look because Fortnite on the switch looks like garbage. And so that's, that's going to be the big deciding, the big deciding factor for me. But I think also too, right? Like the other thing is the dock, it's got a new dock, which you can mm-hmm. plug directly. You can plug ethernet directly into it, which for me is a pretty big, a pretty big deal. And so, mm-hmm. and Look, we like to, I mean, like, not we like, I mean, it's just, it's a fact of life. Nintendo's online stuff is, is also not very good. And yet, yes, you can buy the, the, the dock separately, uh, which is, which is a, a great point. But I wonder if, if people are able to get a better internet connection through and with their switch, would that embolden the Pokemon Company, Game Freak, etc., to make some of the online play stuff better. I don't think so because I think for the predominantly mm-hmm. people like play their Switch on the go or wherever. Like I know, obviously, a lot of you know a lot of families just keep their Switch in the dock. I barely take it out of the the dock, but I do know like I've got younger nieces and nephews and younger cousins, and that like they live on the go with their Switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I can't imagine it's going to be be too much, but I mean, what? yeah, well, I mean, I think like for me, like one of the first things after I got like, an, like my full switch a long time ago was like, you know, I got the lawn, the LA in adapter. So I, so I've been able to plug in my switch dock to my ethernet hard, you know, hard plug it in, oh. um, you know, for for quite some time. Um, Wait, is it a third party one or is it a first party one? I think I got a third party one. I don't oh. know if there's a first party one, but I mean, yeah. you know, it's plugged into my ethernet. That is how I do, um, <laughs> you know, in the living room when I, when I'm wanting to play switch um, and I really tested it this last year with a uh, COVID with, you know, playing <laughs> Minecraft with friends playing, um, you know, Mario party, the online functionality before they did the huge update you know, not too long ago. So it was, uh, it was interesting. Um, no, it didn't make that much of a difference. <laughs> I mean, not, <laughs> not, I mean, not, not a lot. Um, you know, there, I definitely wasn't just losing connection, which was nice, but I mean, it, it, it had the, a lot of the same choppy issues as, you know, you would have with just using Wi-Fi without being, you know, hardwired in with a alien connection. Um, I would love for, for them to, uh, you know, address some of the online, you know, functionality things that they have with their, with their games. Um, don't know if that'll happen. Um, I, in the chat, I saw someone say this is that, you know, they're not convinced that an OLED screen will fix anything or, you know, they might already have an adapter. So, you know, having that, you know, adapter port for, you know, your ethernet is that big of a deal. What is a big deal is I really like (laughs) the white, Joy cons. <laughs> You're gorgeous. No, I'm I'm totally really, really, really like those white Joy Cons, mainly because those I mean you can customize Joy Cons or whatever, but I yeah. would just put so many stickers <laughs> on those Joy Cons. <laughs> I um, mean so I would love to pick those up. I mean, my thing is if it was gonna be a Switch Pro coming out, 
I was going to obviously go with the Switch Pro, up, upgrade my 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 Switch after all these years. Um, but if it's going to be a while, I have been so tempted to get a light because I play handheld quite frequently and I really like the pink <laughs> Nintendo Switch light. Uh, so, well, we'll see. We'll see what I mean, happens. Here's, here's the other thing, though, too, that there are a lot of people being like, well, I don't, do I really need the nicer screen or whatever? And clearly you people have not played your switch outside because it's almost impossible to do that. (laughs) And so with an OLED screen, you will be, you will be able to take it outside and play. Uh, I took, uh, you know, I made the mistake of like, just trying to like bring my switch out to a park one day and just like want to play. It's impossible. You can't play that. You cannot play that outside unless I am like sitting in shade somewhere or, or whatever, like it was really frustrating. And so that's another reason why, like if I want to take my switch on the go, which I would do mm-hmm. all LED screen, pretty big selling point. Yeah. What a I mean, from sorry, go ahead, Megan. I was just going to say, I mean, if the graphics are something in, and I mean, I don't go outside. I burn way too easily. <laughs> I would just become a lobster. <laughs> Even if I'm having like SPF 100 plus on, um, I would just say, like, if, if graphics are a big thing to you and you haven't gotten, like, a stay-at-home thing, then, I mean, you might as well. This is basically kind of like the, you know, Nintendo Switch Advance. Like, we, we got some nicer yes. graphics. We got a couple of, like, you know, not necessary upgrades. I mean, I don't even think Joy-Con drifting has been fixed. If it, I, who knows? No, they even I, said that it's going to be, like, yeah. the same kind of Joy-Con. So, yeah. So, so I mean, like, so someone I buying a Switch like, for the first time? Congratulations, yeah. you get to experience drift like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. Like I I want those white Joy-Cons, but like I'm going to <laughs> go into it knowing that I'm going to experience the frustration of drift before too long. Um <laughs> if, if that's what you're doing, like if that's what you want, that kind of comfort, I mean, go for it. Especially if you already have a switch right now, switches are in very high demand. The resale market, you are going to be able to get a vast majority of your money back for the original switch. Um but I'll be curious to see how the OLED version kind of affects that, that market value of the original switch um, with yeah. the dock. And everything. Yeah. But it's only 50 bucks more. So it's yeah, not like it's I a mean, huge right. not that bad. price jump. It's, you know, the price of another game basically to, to get the, the better experience. Mm-hmm. I would also imagine too, I mean like, right. Look, I mentioned obviously playing outside and, and all that, but I would also imagine too, it's probably a really nice experience playing in the dark as well. Like just the, like those, like, Oh, those OLED screens are really nice. Like just in general, like on, on phones, or, you know, television, tablets, et cetera. So so it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, look, this is this is one of those things where it will just be probably become the new default. And so that'll just be the ones that, you know, that everyone gets. And then if and when we get another switch, get we get another one. And then, you know, that's that's basically it. But it was very nice and promising to see that Brilliant Pearl, uh, sorry, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl uh, are getting a bit of a facelift um, and, and the graphics are looking good. So I'm, I'm excited mm-hmm. for it. I think I will, uh, uh, sorry, another good point on the OLED screen. They drain less battery, which is big. Oh, and of course, we forgot to mention 
Zenpai. It's got a much better kickstand. Good Lord. Like uh, I saw that thing and I was like, how did they not launch with this? Because that puny little kickstand on the existing switch. Oh man. I've cursed at that thing many a times. For a second, like it didn't even register to me because like (laughs) almost immediately after I got my switch, when it's not in a dock, I have like a handheld grip for it because I'm pathetic, but like it has a really nice stand on it. And I was like, Wait, I can't. I can do that right now. And then it took me a second. I have just so deeply realized that my handheld is always on my Switch. I just figured it was a part of the. Uh, I have console. one of those too with the handles. Yeah. And let me tell you, this is the best investment that I've ever oh. made in my entire life. I can actually yeah. put games on the back in the back of this thing. It's yeah. just like this was like twenty bucks. Clips in, and man. Yeah, I don't know how and anyone like the else. One I have has a stand on it. Like oh, it is so bougie. I love it. I love it so much. I, I just, it's just my constant. I have to. Use I just, it. I don't, I don't know how anyone plays the Switch for long periods of time without something like that. You get that debilitating is, thumb cramps. <laughs> That's what happens. I mean, your oh. thumb pad. I mean, like this area of your thumb hurts so bad. <laughs> so once I, once I was realizing way back when how much time I was investing into breath of the wild and I no longer had functionality of my thumbs. I was like, I got to get a grip. So uh, if you don't have a grip nine out of 10, 10 out of 10, actually 90 out of 10 suggest you get one. Yeah, no, I have one too. And I don't have the one that you guys have, but um, I broke a joy con by dropping my switch at one point and it, it wouldn't, like stay in like the joy con wouldn't stay in it would just slide out all the time so my wife bought me a grip and it was like the mm. best like she spent she spent like 15 bucks on it it's terrific mm-hmm. yeah they're so nice i put stickers what? all over mine i'm a stickers person so <laughs> it's a it's a it's a 10 out of 10 if you don't have one definitely definitely get one okay time for the pokemon fact of the week Normally Christian delivers that I will, I can take care of it this week and man, oh man, you're ready for, if you're, if you came to a wild podcast has appeared for the Pokemon fact of the week and we're hoping, man, I hope that there is some, uh, Pokemon cannibalism type stuff going on. Boy, do we have you today. Today's, uh, we're uh, making our way obviously through the Pokedex and today is Lantern, uh, which you know, is a is a Pokemon that, you know, obviously, you know, evolved from Chinchou, where we know, you know, the kind of fish that it's supposed to take its inspiration from, right? Like those angler fish that are usually much like grosser and like have big mangly teeth. And, you know, I mean, like you've, you've seen, if you've watched Finding Nemo, you know exactly what we're what we're talking about. And it, and it it's it's terrifying, right? And so. Today's fact is Lantern apparently has the ability to eat a Starmie in a single gulp. It is the natural predator of Starmie and can paralyze its prey with a flash. And then it swallows its prey in a single gulp. Love it. That is horrifying, but I love it. That's terrifying. But like, how big are Starmies then? Because isn't Starmie like really big? I mean, we've seen Misty Starmie. Yeah, but the anime just really doesn't, <laughs> really doesn't care 
anything about the size of Pokemon. <laughs> or it really doesn't just care about that. Now, uh, now I'm pulling it up. Okay. Uh, I, I'm pulling it up in Bubble Pre right now. Starmie, it says its height is three feet, 11 inches. Uh, sorry, three feet, seven inches. That's big. So basically, Lantern just like unhinges its jaw and just, <laughs> like it just, just like what? or maybe when it electrocutes Starmie, all of its like little Starmy like limbs curl up like a dead spider, and then it becomes like a ball. <laughs> and Lantern just eats it that it's way. A, because so, and then according to the Pokedex data, uh, uh, Lantern is three feet eleven inches, so it's just as big. Yeah. So. Starmie has to somehow like fold into Shrib- a ball like, when it's electrocuted like, like a dead up. spider. There's also, no way I, unless Starmie's just like unless Lantern's jaw just unhinges. Also, how good could a Starmie taste? I mean, it, it, I don't know. I mean, it's got like that gem in the middle of it. So yeah, like, right? like, is that like candy? Do people like, oh, like, I don't know. This is deep sea diving. Like, I wonder if they like if the if the Lantern spit them out. And then people go deep sea diving for Starmy gems. Or if they harvest them the other way because they come out the <laughs> other end of the, the Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, these are things you have to think of. Is that how we get precious gems in the Pokemon universe? They just harvest oh, no. lantern excrement? Like, I don't want to think that too hard in it. I would oh. also like to point out when you look at the Chinchow, you know, Pokemon data entries. I mean, Let's face it, these Pokemon aren't that interesting. Adorable, but not that interesting. Chinchow looks a little freaky, though. But it says that, you know, little bobbles that have the lights and flash. It's, that's obviously how it communicates with other Chinchow and Lantern in, in the area. But it also uses it to ward off other Chinchow from its territory. And all I can think about is, like, Chinchow at the bottom of the sea, like, snapping at each other about their territory, like, full Broadway musical style. Uh, so, apparently, Chinchow and Lantern are more aggressive than we would have ever suspected based on how seriously because they, they look pretty adorable yeah now i'm like terrified of that pokemon snap level under the sea not chincho oh yeah no does chincho have feet Man, oh, looking at it. right like like two another, tails another another week another uh conversation about what do pokemon have feet or not but, this is uh, true I mean, who knows? I wonder, at this point. I wonder if that means it like does it just come up and just like waddle around on the land? That would be pretty interesting. Mafia fish. Truly <laughs> though. Truly though. But yeah, I mean, look. Yeah, obviously they take after anglerfish, and I've seen angler like anglerfish. They can open their jaw pretty big. I haven't seen yeah. a three foot anglerfish, but like you know, hey, whatever. <laughs> and you just don't expect that kind of functionality from lantern. You'd think, oh, Lantern eats like krill. Or even you might think Lantern just eats vegetation. No. Lantern eats Starmie. He has such innocent eyes. I know. I guess it's all part of the evolutionary effect is like you don't suspect it. That you don't, like if you were a Starmie and you saw a Lantern coming at you, you'd be like, oh, it's fine. It's it's just chill. We're going to be best friends. And then 10 seconds later, you're inside of its digestive tract. Like, (laughs) That's all I can suspect. I'm upset now. (laughs) (laughs) Lantern used to, when I was younger, when I was like eight, seven, I loved Lantern. I had, I drew pictures of Lantern all the time. Thought Lantern was super cute. I don't, I just, Lantern was so cute. I loved Lantern more than I loved Lapras. That it was so cute. Wow. I always had a lantern on my team. Now I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> 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 nothing. 
Oh. Uh, I'm just, I was looking up the height of star me. Uh, sorry. Star you and star you is two feet, seven inches. So it grows about a foot when it evolves, but like they're heavy though. Starmie, uh, yeah. Starmie is 176 pounds. Wow. So like how often does Lantern have to eat if it <laughs> eats a Starmie? Like, I feel like it eats one every you can get a Starmie and take a nap for a week. Yeah, like <laughs> I have no idea how this works. Like how many does it have to eat? Maybe, maybe all of the weight is in the in the gym. And so like that's where all that weight is. And so, it, you know. I don't. I mean, true. That gym really would have to be down, fairly heavy, given the overall size of Starmy in proportion to its three foot length. But so like Starmy, one hundred and seventy six. Wait, how much does Lantern weigh? Uh, but I'll tell you in a second. Uh, uh, and the, so it gains. So Staryu gains a hundred pounds when it evolves. So let's see. Let's see, Lantern. Uh, how much Lantern weighs? The Waterstone's heavy. Yeah. Uh, all right. Lantern weighs. Oh, Lantern only weighs 50 pounds. Okay. This is not possible. No. <laughs> this is not possible. This is yet another thing that the Pokemon company put forth thinking, oh, this makes this Pokemon edgy. Did not think it through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. I guess uh, it's kind of like for, how snakes for, can eat for our For our, our fans who uh, use the metric system, uh, Lantern is 22 and a half kilograms and Starmie is 80 kilograms. So yeah, for those listening, yeah. that's there. there's your... Th- so, th- now you understand why we're outraged. Yeah, so, so I mean, it, I guess it's kind of like how like snakes can eat deer in the real world. Like a snake is smaller than a deer and likely size and weight. But like... I don't understand Lantern. I just, yeah. I don't nope. understand it. That's it. Look, this is what happens when you just, when you, you squint a little bit too hard at the world of Pokemon, which we love. And I love it. I just, it's just, it, it's kind of crazy though. We're like, do the people who write the Pokedex entries, are they so far removed from like everyone else? But even then, like you would imagine the people writing the Pokedex entries have been writing Pokedex entries for years. And so, they, they've got to know this stuff. Yeah, like Bruce Bain in the chat just said, so Lantern has to have teeth. But like we, I don't, I have never recalled seeing that before. Also in the Pokemon universe, now I'm just really curious because it's that time of the year, like how we have Shark Week. Do they have Sharpedo Week? Does Lantern <laughs> have a special of it like fighting Starmie? Like, cause I'm a big Shark Week person. Is there like Lantern Week? Or is it part of Sharpedo Week? I just have a lot of questions. I bet yeah, those right? teeth have to be horrifying if it's. Well, crunchy. I mean, like, like our lantern, yeah. just like part of like the you know those like deep sea fish that will scare the crap out of you, kind of thing, right? Like, what does the like Pokemon world of like you know Facebook look like, right? Because you always see them. Like, you won't believe yeah. what this what this fish does, and it's like yeah, it eats Starmies. So yeah, that's <laughs> terrifying. I don't like oh. it. I don't like it anymore. Lantern. I'm scared right. of you now. All right. Child well, there literary. you go. <laughs> well, there you go, everyone. There is your Pokemon fact of the week to make you a better, smarter Pokemon fan. That about does it for this week of a wild podcast has appeared. 
we thank everyone for listening. And if you're saying, oh, man, I really like this show. I would love to find a way to support them. Well, I'm about to tell you the best way to do it. Head on over to iTunes. If you've got iTunes, leave us a five star review. And if we read it on the air, uh, when we get back to the office, shirts for everybody, basically. But really, that that is the best way to to help the show. It just feeds into the algorithm. When when people go to search for Pokemon podcasts, ours obviously uh, you know float to the top of those search results, and uh, more and more people can come to can come to the show. Otherwise, you can watch the show live every Monday noon Eastern, nine a.m. Pacific, and. Get involved on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. It's a lot of fun. We have a, a very, very cool, solid crew of people whose names you hear over and over again over these last couple of weeks. They are, they are all welcoming. They will answer your questions. They will uh, banter with you. They will make fun of Christian together with you. All of those things. And uh, and so yeah, and like I said, that's that's really it. Otherwise, if you want to get us uh, get involved outside of when we do the podcast, Twitter is the best way to do it. At Pokemon Pod CB is the handle for the show. You can find me at Jim Viscardi everywhere else. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Megan Peters CB, and you can find me at Twitter at Mark DeChamp, Mark with a C. Boom. There we go, everyone. All right. May the shiny luck be ever in your favor, folks. And we will see you on Twitch this Saturday for Pokemon Go Fest. So make sure you check out our Twitter. I'll put the I'll put my, uh, all three of our codes up uh, in a tweet. I'll put the time when we're going to do it. Looking forward to seeing you there. Otherwise, like I said, may the shiny luck be in your favor. Catch all the legendaries this weekend. I have faith in you. Get everything you need. And we'll talk to you again next week. See you later.